Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And wouldn't you could get that player for picks. You would do that. But I think they will see. I've never had a problem with this front office in terms of their aggressiveness. I think they have always been aggressive, always trying to improve the team. Whether it's you go back to... Uh, 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 to Justice, you know, Winslow, like, like that deal, yeah. like didn't work. Uh, Marcus Smart, like what? Like they have absolutely moving up and moving down in the draft. The way that they, uh, I mean, the deals that they 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 made to get rid of Jonas to move up in the dra- that draft, like they are aggressive. Here's the problem: they've whiffed lately. They've aggressive. They're aggressive and they've whiffed. And honestly, the teams that are really killing it this year are teams that were aggressive and made deals and didn't whiff. Like, look at the Celtics. Look at Porzingis. It's been great, right? Sure. Like it, it, and so they may, they've been aggressive, and you, I think you they know will. another thing about teams that are uh, teams that have uh, been good to start the season? Uh, they've had their players. They've also had their players. So I think the Grizzlies will be aggressive, but uh, no, they're not going to just go out and do something to try to be better this year. That would be stupid. I'm that in, would be I'm stupid. All right, we got Chris Harrington coming up next. And then Fish on Friday on Tuesday. That's the advantage of a Monday that is actually feels like a Monday that actually is a Tuesday, is you get Fish on Friday on Tuesday. And Chris Harrington coming up next as well. In the meantime, let me tell you, the NFL regular season is wrapping up. Still time to get into the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers who bet will get, I'm sorry, new customers will get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's right. You don't have to win the $5 bet. You just have to place a $5 bet, and you will get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed over at uh, FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Uh, so you got the last week of the uh, of the regular season, and then you got playoff games to bet on. All you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash Calkins, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, C-A-L-K-I-N-S, and make your first bet a layup. Again, win or lose. $5 bet, you get $150 in bonus bets if you are a new user. Must be 21 or older, present Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues and optional bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Bedline 1 800 889 Chris Harrington joins us on the other side. We'll continue this conversation. Then fish on Friday on Tuesday. Good to be back here on the Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. 
They've got Memphis sports in their DNA. From the Tigers' court to the Grizzlies' hardwood. I mean, so they're just trying to manufacture offense the only way they can, which is just voice three. It's the Jason and John Show, middays 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey, I'm Rob Brown from BetQL. You know I don't like to bet chalk. It's boring and life's too short, right? But sometimes you just have to. And that's the case with the Baltimore Ravens. I've been told the last five weeks were tests for them, and they have passed them all with flying colors, including a demolition job on the other favorite out of the AFC, 56 points on the Miami Dolphins. So look, I know it doesn't feel great to bet chalk, but now's a great time to do it. Take the Ravens and take them while you can. I'm Rob Brown. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL and download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Listen, the housing market has been nuts. Rates are high. Rates are, might be coming down. What really matters is that you have a realtor who knows the market, who knows the business, and who can do the best for you. For me, that would be Josh Hysaw. I remember the first time I met Josh. He'd been doing spots with other folks, and I, I'd heard them, but I didn't know much about Josh Hysaw. And I met him, and honestly... I was instantly impressed. Josh Hysaw offers flexible fees, no upfront cost to let you out of the contract at any time, risk-free. And why can he do that? Because he knows how to sell houses, honestly. He knows how to sell houses. He knows how to get the most for your offer. Oh, and by the way, Josh can guarantee you a cash offer at full market value for your home. There's a reason that he has more than 300 five-star Google reviews. So if you're selling your home, call the person I would call. You can reach Josh Hysaw at 901-461-8147 or look him up at joshsellsthemidsouth.com. When my daughter gets a cold... I have a secret weapon. Dayquil Kids Berry from Vicks. Dayquil Kids is specially formulated to treat kids' most bothersome cold and cough symptoms quickly. And the best part is that Dayquil Kids Berry tastes really great. Aren't you supposed to be resting? Maybe. Dayquil Kids Berry. The kids' berrylicious daytime congestion, coughing, stuffy head, stuffy nose, just for kids. Medicine. Safe for kids six years plus. There's nothing that can knock the fall chill off you quite like the Creole comfort of Owen Brennan's. Join us for lunch and dive into dishes like voodoo pasta, crawfish etouffee, beef brisket, and so much more. Weekdays from 11 to 4, Owen Brennan's. Sure to warm your soul. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people-building business. Service Master by Cornerstone. 901-RESPOND. Brought to you by Health Markets. Health Markets makes it easier to shop for health insurance. Health Markets searches and compares plans, which could save you time and money. Stop by licensed insurance agent Todd Rainey's office across from the Agri Center to discover plans for health, dental, vision, and more. WMFS FM and HD1 Bartlett. WMFS Memphis celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers Talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say play 92.9 ESPN. 
Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Hawkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. That's a new resolution by the Ohio band Heartless Bastards as we uh, tiptoe into 2024. You don't strike me as a resolution guy. Uh, Make resolutions? No, I mean, you know, I I think we all think all the time about things we want to do differently (laughs) and better, but like the whole, like, you know, the formality of it is a new year, I will make a new year's resolution. No, I kind of intentionally didn't exercise yesterday because why? (laughs) Let's let's get this done with. (laughs) Let's dispense with that early. Uh, So there you go. Um, All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about with the Memphis Grizzlies. You wrote a piece uh, about 2023. That was an unhappy year for the your Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, and it was un- unusually, and well, I guess we'll find out because we'll we'll see how much it carries over in 2024. But it was an unusually calendar year right. um, issue because basketball doesn't operate on calendar years. Basketball operates on a right. different structure. But there really was, you know, because it the troubles the troubles started in January. The Stephen Adams injury was January. I think the first. I have to go back and look at this. But I think the first. Media reports of John Morant off-court issues, I think, happened in, I think, in January. But the incident at the Pacers game, which was— That was January? Was that Pacers was January? That was January. That was the game where we got, got Devontae Pack banned for a year. He's still banned, by the way, from FedEx Forum. That year is not over. It's a calendar year. So there's your calendar year. But so so January was Stephen Adams' injury, the, the Devontae Pack banned from FedEx Forum, and the, that athletic story about all of that that happened at that game— and then it goes from there. It goes all the way to New Year's Eve where you, like, get blown out at home, you know, and John Brandt's second game home, and then everything that happened in between. So it was a particularly was bad the, calendar year. Denver? That was March. And that was the same night that Brandon Clark, Clark had his injury. Hurt. Yeah. <sighs> so you had all of that. You had Brandon Clark, you had Denver, and then Stephen. When did Stephen Adams first get hurt? That was January. That, that was, was January. Yeah, it was late January. So the, the, the Pacers game was making up dates, something like the 19th or 20th, right. and, then, and then it was about a week later when Adams got hurt. Were the Grizzlies, on January 1 last year, were they second in the West? They were second in the West, um, I believe. I think I wrote that. I think I had that right. Well, I don't know if this was January 1st. The Christmas drubbing. They, they were in the middle. So there's two different ways I frame this. Neither one has been January 1st. If you go back one year from Jaws' return date, December 19th, 2023, when he came back, December 19th, 2022, 
Um, one year ahead of that, they were second in the West. But then if you go into January, when the year started, 2023, they were in the middle of what would end up being an 11-game winning streak. So by the end of that 11-game winning streak, they were 31-13. and 13. They were second in the West, half a game back of Denver. Um, I Actually, they were half a game up on Denver. If you go back a year from Jaws' return, they were first in the West. Because this is talk radio, and so I talk in extremes and whatever. The worst year ever <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe. I don't know about I, so, it. So, On January 1st of 2023, the Grizzlies were in second. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I, that column that we're talking about, I wrote – I wrote on game on a game night, so right. it, it was not. It didn't take the form of a specifically game column, but I wrote it in that context. So right. I was writing it during the game, yeah. So it was written, you know, quickly. So I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't bother trying to think about. Let's look at other years and let's think about right. comparative. I, I, you know, that that might it might be, but that's not. I didn't have time to think about it that way. Um, there have been worse years in terms of just pure product put right. on the floor. Right. You know, they did make the playoffs just within no this calendar year. So it's just the jarring disconnect between the, expectation the dis- and reality. Yes, the disconnect between expectation and reality. And the, like the magnitude of the Jaw stuff, which is un- which was unprecedented for the franchise. Right. I mean, there have been other, just sort of looking globally, cataclysmic moments. Like the Fisdale fallout. Like, that was, that was actually high expectations that year. They were supposed to be a playoff team. That thing all yeah, erupted. Yeah. The, the Marc Gasol stuff. The, the, Chan- the Chandler Parsons the Chandler missing piece Parsons signing. missing piece stuff. The, the, the selling the, of the, the team Leitner. to Christian Leitner. Right. I mean, yeah. there's been other low moments. Sure. Never anything close to as high profile. It's a, diff- it's a different moments. feeling of sort of getting undercut. By the way, know? on the Joss stuff, you and I agree that it wasn't just like he did his. He was just uh, he he. Everyone, the, the league, the the Grizzlies, and apparently John Moran all agree that he did something wrong. That they they, aren't, they didn't object to his penalty. Yep. It wasn't just uh, exercising his Second Amendment rights. There was whatever. Right. I do think, having said that, the level of coverage of like that stupidity about his celebration after the like yeah i, I was the, I, I the level was, of scrutiny that he gets is in and almost i don't know like i, I do feel protected like it's, it seems crazy to me the level of scrutiny yeah. speaking of chandler parsons right right i i feel like that thing i was glad I, like i watched that game and i watched that play and i watched him celebrate and i thought zero nothing of it, of it. nothing of it and then I was sort of only barely cognizant because I was off during the week between Christmas and New Year. And when I'm off, for better or worse, these days I'm just off. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. And I'm not. I'm, not, you, I'm trying not staring at my phone. Like I'm not right. thinking about work. I'm not. You know. I'm not doing hardly anything. I'm reading and cooking and like laying around. Um, and so, like to the degree that I was cognizant, I did see some of that. I was like, "What? Are, really? What I, I, I just assumed that was something that only existed inside my phone." And that did not exist out in the world because I did not encounter it in the world. Like none, none of my family who cares about the Grizzlies right. said a word. But, but they real don't... people in the sports, and it wasn't just Chandler Parsons. Were like, you got to grow up, job. When are you going to real? What? What is like? This is craziness. It was. It was a stupid celebration. Yeah, I, I really was committed to not participating in Chandler Parsons' attempt to become a pundit. Right. <laughs> like, I'm really committed to not helping him on that. A lot of people in Grizzlies world are, are, are willing, apparently, to help him in that yeah. on that front. I'm not particularly interested in helping yeah. him out. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Uh, so it's a bad year. And then they come back. And we get the instant winning streak. And uh, uh, I, I commend, by the way, that if you don't hear enough of Chris Harrington on this show and on yeah. the Grizzlies podcast. Our buddy Dan. Uh, Dan Devine had you on. And I listened to that when I was actually was running the other day. Uh, and that was fun. 
Um, and, um, but they, and, and, and in that podcast, you talked about that podcast was recorded right after the fourth win, after the fourth win, right, right, right. How Jaws return has changed, particularly offensively has made yeah, and I, and, I, and I wrote a thing about that the day after his return. Yes. Game, which was all true through those four games. I, you know, I have to go back and look these last three. He didn't play one of the last three. Right. And he, I think he played sick, the other two. And so he has not been himself. He's AA either not been there in the Denver game, which they were going to lose that game anyway. They wouldn't have lost it by 40 maybe, where they were going to lose it. And then he hasn't really been himself the last two. I, th- I think the story of the turn from the 4-0 to the 0-3, there's multiple elements at play. I think the first element on the list is – different John Morant than you got in the first four. And I think as he, like, you know, comes through the sickness or whatever, that'll turn back around again. But there, that's not the only issue. In terms of that issue, and this will get into the, like, will they get into the play-in? Um, and uh, you said something. Like, if you could stipulate perfect health on the part of the team uh, once John returned... I would say yes. They will make up those games and they will get into the play-in. But as my son Peter pointed out, I don't, know if, I, I don't know if I've ever said that. No, I, but I, I might. I, but you've raised the point, of, like the health issue generally. Like yeah, yeah. your people are going to miss it. You've yeah. got you've got a hill to climb. Right. And if you were 100 percent healthy, yeah, you could probably climb it. But things Jaw will get sick, so he misses one game and then he's a diminished Jaw in the right. other games. And who knows what will happen when yeah, you're starting, other absences. When you've started spotted someone that much of a lead, it's hard to make that climb. I mean, yeah. Now, I've never, I mean, I've been saying, and this is not like the lift of a driving dream that everyone wants to hear, but I've been (laughs) saying this for at least a month, maybe more. This season is primarily about setting up next season to me. And it's been that case for a while. And and when I say that, I don't say throw in the towel, tank, don't try to make the play in. I don't even say you can't do it. They could do it. They're going to have to be really good the rest of the way, and they need help from at least two other teams to hit, like, you know, hit stumbles, right? Right. And so it could happen. The odds aren't like minuscule, but the odds are low. They are I don't know what they are, but they're well they're under back 50, to six under. They are well under fifty percent. This is yeah. this is a this is a this is an unlikely proposition that the Grizzlies make the play in. I still think it's something they should try to do, and within reason. Like you know, you don't obviously. And this at this point, I think this is all obvious. But say it anyway. You don't like mortgage the future for a rental to try to win three more games this season. Um, so I think you, you try to win as much, as much as you can with what you have, and you think about anything you're going to do to change up your team, you think about the context of what it means going into next season, not just this season. It is funny. It uh, should be completely obvious that you wouldn't do that, but I do think like there is always an impetus on some part of fandom. Like, we need to make right, a right, move right. Yeah. to get a, let's start with it, center. Yeah. Like, they're the worst team at the five in the league. Probably. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. so... All right, we'll take the reconstituted now that we uh, Marcus Smart is back. Right. Uh, Luke is back. We know we don't, we don't, I don't believe that Brandon's coming back anytime soon and we know Steven isn't coming back. Yeah, so Taylor Jenkins Taylor Jenkins was asked about that before the last game. It was interesting. I, and I and he said like about, like, about Brandon Clark. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, I think you people have seen videos of him doing stuff and he's progressing well, blah blah." He said the timeline hasn't changed, which begs the question of like is there a timeline? No one's ever said there's a timeline. <laughs> what, what what is this timeline? But I think him saying the timeline hasn't changed was a way to tap the brakes a little bit on this expectation now that Brandon Clark's going to come back in season. I still think that's unlikely, but we'll yeah, see. And that obviously is the, the he told Marcus Spears, the yes. All-Star game, whatever yeah. else. And you were yeah, two years ago, Jaron told Marcus right, Spears he'd be back right. at MLK and was back three months Players later. are optimistic. That's I mean, right. That's fine. So they should be. I, I, think, right. I think that expression is an expression of a best-case scenario. So, um, so 
Marcus Smart's back, yep. and Gennard's Luke back. is back, and and the, and here they are. What do we think of this team as constituted? Um, Luke Kennard looked really good coming back in. That was good to see. I think Marcus Smart has has fit actually pretty well in that starting role. Like I'm not sure I wouldn't keep Vince Williams there and use Marcus Smart as more of a six man in terms of your rotation. I did not like the way they approached the Sacramento game in particular. Now I'll be interested to see what, if anything, is done differently in these two games coming up against San Antonio and and Toronto. I felt like, and I have not been hypercritical of Taylor Jenkins this season. Mm-hmm. I've said that, like to me, he is not the problem. Clearly, the problem is the roster and the injuries and the availability. But I have also said consistently this season, I it's hard to find the fingerprints of a coach making a bad thing better. You right. know, overcoming the the issues. The issue, the primary issues are not his, but it's hard to see those issues getting overcome. And I didn't like the way that he sort of handled and approached that game against Sacramento. It's the first game where you have John Morant, Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart, and Luke Kennard. Mm-hmm. Um, you got manhandled on the boards. Why are you playing Derrick Rose as a fifth guard ahead ahead of in the rotation, Vince Williams and Xavier Tillman and John Conjar, who all will rebound? I just did not understand that. They played a lot of four-guard lineups. They played really small. It's almost like they were trying to match what Sacramento does instead of counter what Sacramento does. And so they played really small. They played really fast. They took lots of jump shots. They didn't right. get in the paint. And I just didn't I didn't understand it both, both from a style of play and from a lineup standpoint, what he was doing there. So there are things I would do differently with what he has to work with, and we'll, we'll see about that. One of the problems with the Vince Williams thing is interesting, obviously. Um, and, and I think... Some of it just has to do with Marcus Smart's stature. He was going to go back and start. I, I think the stature question is relevant to both the the Smart question and this. How much more question? May, he may be right to be starting Marcus Smart, but in the Derrick Rose thing, I, I wonder what to what degree stature of player locker room. Frankly, I wonder that a little bit with Biombo as a veteran voice. I, I'd, right. be, I'd be playing Tillman ahead of Biombo. Do you on the Vince Williams thing? Like, can if job? By the way. He's come back. His three-point shooting has not improved in his absence. No. Like, let's just say that. Yep. Can you survive in a in a in a starting lineup where the only real shooter is Desmond Bain? That's a that's a good question. Um, it's not like Marcus Smart's a real shooter. So 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 right. so that's, but, that's it's it's a, it's a good question. Vince Williams' offense, which was always low wattage, has sort of plummeted the last several games. Right. Um. I feel like the Williams and B- and Biombo in particular is like right. I, I think Tillman has a little bit more skill set offensively. It's interesting to me that a couple games in that four game winning streak they closed. They closed with Vince Williams and Tillman. They closed games that right. way. I feel like I would go back that way, or I'd go Marcus Smart and Tillman. I think Tillman gives you a little bit more. His offense has been a struggle this season too, but he can he can stretch the floor, take a shot. He can pass the ball a little bit. He can do a little bit more. Biombo can't do anything. Um, with, but I, but I also I think your question is is a is a good one, and maybe we'll see how much Luke Kennard. He played 19 minutes in that first game back. Is he going to start playing 25, 30? Right. You know that. But I, I think that when you have the shooting questions, one question, but you do have scoring in Morant, Bain, and Jackson, all three, and I think if you're going to play. You know, Vince Williams, John Conchar, somebody like that. I want to see one of those guys on the floor with the higher usage guys because you don't need the usage as much from them. It, it, would it be better if they're knocking down open threes? Of course. But I think the rebounding and the defense is so needed. And the rebounding is desperately needed on this team. 
And those guys rebound. Vince Williams has the highest defensive rebound rate on the right. team, period, you know? One of the things that's interesting to me as they go forward, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but as we go forward is we we talked about they have the, maybe the worst center situation in the league. And by the way, uh, Lombanyama's there tonight, so that'll be fun. No, it's going to be interesting because it, I, I was thinking about this today. I may or may not write tonight. I'm going tonight. I'm not going tomorrow night. But, like, when Porzingis came in, a 7-3 dude, he had right. six blocks and just dominated the whole game. <laughs> right, right. When Rudy Gobert came in, a 7-3 dude, he had five or six blocks and just dominated the whole game. So what is this, like, 6-5, right, right. you know, going to do? So what's – but is there – I mean, so much of next year is going to be, if we're already thinking about next year. Yep. Wh- wh- like, what are you going to do at the five? The like, Steve, I, the, Steven Steven, Adams, the Steven the Adams thing looms enormous. And do you even believe him anymore? Like, trust. Like, that's the. I think that's the problem. A, you know, wh- how diminished do you think he will be coming back off the injury? I, I don't want to speculate too much. This is the, right. because this is pure speculation. But is there a trust issue that's greater right. than it was a year ago with the way some very of this stuff works? The way they acted, very clearly thought he would play. Yes. The Grizzlies, just the Grizzlies, well, if you just look the Grizzlies at the expected the way Steven they Adams yes. to be an active player this season. So that is true. Is there anything but, to do in season to fix this, or do you care? I care, but I don't. Again, it's, it's, it's what are you doing shot. to give up, right? Um, I'm not married to keeping Bismack Biombo on the team all year, or Tillman, right. for that matter, is a free agent to be. And so, yeah, if you can find something to do um, that's not short term only for long term cost. Um, if you bring in someone, if you bring in someone without much cost, it's only short term. That's fine. If you bring in someone you think will carry over into next season, that's, that's fine, fine too. All this is fine. Here's the thing, though. I don't think there's anyone they can acquire, short term or going into next season, that will be better for them than theoretical Stephen Adams. <laughs> right. And they gotta they gotta ask themselves, are we getting real Stephen Adams next season? Because if you're getting real Stephen Adams then next season, yeah. that guy is better than anybody Anything you're gonna you go get. get. But I don't, you know, that's a hard thing to judge. But that's that's their charge. They have to. We can't judge it at all. But they have to judge that internally. All right, Chris, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Uh, Spurs tonight uh, and Toronto uh, re- reconstituted Toronto. We'll ask you about that deal uh, more tomorrow. That's tomorrow night. Thank you, Chris. Chris Harrington from the Daily Memphian. You can listen to Dan Devine and Chris Harrington talk for about forty-five minutes about all sorts of things, including the Grizzlies. Over at Dan's podcast. And we'll be getting Dan back shortly, by the way, as well. We got Fish on Friday on Tuesday. Coming up next, Jeff Gawkins Show. We're back, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Make a special New Year's resolution to enjoy life more by listening to sports on 92.9 FM ESPN. I mean, who needs the same 10 songs over and over when you can get the Grizzlies, Tigers Talk, and football all in one place? At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Introducing the new Swiffer Power Mop, the all-in-one tool that gives you a mop and bucket clean in half the time. The solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket, and the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get deep into grout. Don't mop harder, mop smarter. Swiffer Power Mop, Swiffer Power Mop. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Laurelwood Shopping Center is your unique shopping experience with a charming and distinctive gathering of fine stores. With everything from home decor and furnishings, personal service, men and women's apparel, dining and accessories, and specialty. Laurelwood is Memphis's premier open-air shopping and dining destination. Stay up to date with store promotions new store announcements, and more by signing up for our email list at laurelwoodmemphis.com or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Laurelwood Shopping Center is located on Poplar between Perkins Extended and Grove Park. Pete Dr. Portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's G-E-T-E-T-H-O-S dot com. 
So, you got a new gadget over the holidays. Don't forget to listen to your favorite station on Odyssey. Unwrapped a new Amazon Echo or Google Home? Be sure to tell your smart speaker to play your favorite station. Received a new Sonos speaker? Check on Odyssey on the Sonos app for access to hundreds of stations. Got a new phone? Don't forget that the Odyssey app is the only way you can jump to your favorite show with Rewind. No matter what you received this year, listen to your favorites with Odyssey. Download the free Odyssey app today. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. As a kite by then. I miss the earth so much I miss my wife It's lonely out in space On such a timeless flight All right, back on the Jeff Cockins Show, joined by our man in Washington, D.C., Charles Fishman. He's the author of three New York Times bestsellers, most recently One Giant Leap, the extraordinary story of ordinary Americans who got us to the moon. Also, a three-time winner of the Gerald Loeb Award for Excellence in Business Writing, and a retired Mississippi River tugboat deckhand. Joins me for the first time in 2024, uh, joins me now. Fish, how are you? Uh, I'm excellent. I am excellent. I have got to get a book written this year, but other than that, I'm. Uh, uh, we spent we spent the holiday here. We did not travel this year. We traveled last year. I think we traveled the year before. Our kids were with us. Um, their friends were with us. So is um, we, is 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 the book is writing a book this year? Would that count as a New Year's resolution? Is that your New Year's resolution? I I think it. I think it's more important than a New Year's resolution. <laughs> it's like saying, is going to work a New Year's resolution? No. I, I just have not managed to get this book written, uh, although I've done most of the, a lot of the reporting. But, uh, but I went back. I don't know where you want to go. I, I think the fact that you didn't exercise yesterday is really um, uh, good for you, but it sends the wrong message, man. It sends no, I think it sends the right message. I'm not a slave... To New Year's resolutions, to some false hope that everything's going to be better and I'm going to change in the new year. What I intend to do is to exercise regularly throughout the course of the year, just as I did with all. Like this is one where I feel okay about. Like I'm, I've been working out at starting strength. I've been doing my yoga, the, the, which is the weightlifting place that I've been going to. I've been doing yoga. Yeah, you don't need a and new year's I don't need like you don't I don't need a new year's I don't need to go out and prove on January one I'm going to exercise. Yes. Because you do it. That's right. But Do but, you but make resolutions, and do Americans make resolutions? Well, let's, 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 let's go back before that, since I did the work. Okay. There are actually records of New Year's resolutions from the year 2000 B.C., ancient Babylonia. Really? They, <laughs> they didn't call them resolutions. They called them vows. Right, I vow to do this. I vow to do right. that. And and in Babylonia, among them, the more the the older ones recorded, are very familiar. Return borrowed farm uh, equipment, 
and pay debts. Debt is a paying debts is not a big one now, but for thousands of years, paying your debts was a big one, especially because like no one vows to pay their debts to Capital One. No offense to Capital One, you know, whatever. I'll get to you when I get to you. Um, but but for most of history, we owed debts to people we knew or bumped into. We owed debts to the to the guy who milled our flour or the guy who bought so our wait, corn. So paying debts was like the equivalent of I'm going to exercise. Like the, right now, the quintessential cliche resolution is I'm going to exercise. I'm going to lose weight. Uh, how about this one? I think big, I, I'm not going to be on my phone four. as much is, the, is, is another one, right? Yeah, that's a very new one. But the big four are save more money. Yeah exercise more, eat healthier, and lose weight. Exercise more, eat healthier, and lose weight all, all the same. are all really all the, the same, same kind it of It used work, to be right? pay your debts. used to be one of it these. It used to be pay your debts. Now, I act so, so that, and, and of course, Judaism, mm-hmm. of which I am an adherent, yep. has a whole holiday devoted. We don't call them resolutions, of course, but um, Yom Kippur is about acknowledging what things you've done in the past year that, that, that would be considered sins, that would be considered offensive to people, that would be hurtful to other people in your life, and then vowing to do better in the new year. Oh, I didn't know that. You, that I knew the first dance. part of there's Yom whole, Kippur. There's I knew. Whole, right, there's whole songs of, I'm going to do better at this, I'm going to do better at that, really? I'm going to do better at this. I'm going to treat my children better, I'm going to treat my parents better, like that, I'm going to treat my spouse better. Yes. So we don't use the word resolution, but 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 it's the same. And Judaism does not, none of those chants include, I'm going to pay my debts. Um, in, in do they include, I'm going to lose weight or eat better? Like is that yeah part of the Yom Kippur uh, uh, you know, tradition? For most of for most of human history, being overweight or eating too much were were, were unimaginable luxuries. And be like, <laughs> I have to give away you're, my money. Out, Where did all this right. money come from? You're not out it's there in the desert bird. eating too much cheesecake or whatever right. else, right? You're not <laughs> right. Exactly. I'm gonna knock exactly. off the yeah. Oreos out here while I'm out here wandering the desert. I, I, I'm trying to. Less Between the Tigris pizza. and the Euphrates, I have to pause <laughs> right. in harvesting my grain this year because I have some Oreos I need to eat. No, that was not the problem. Um, so I, I, I subscribe to a great um, online service called newspapers.com, yep. which is a database of newspapers. Yep. And it's not like some searchable databases where you just get a screen of type. What newspapers.com does is scan the actual images of the page papers. Okay. So you're, you're searching for text, but when it finds it for you, it shows you the front page of the Miami Herald. Okay. It shows you the front page of the Tulsa World. So um, I went back and looked, and um, the first, the first uh, uh, instance I could find in newspapers.com was literally from 1760. Of resolution. Think about that. That's almost, that's 350 years ago. February 3rd, 1767. Begin the new year with resolutions full of undissembled piety. So the phrase New Year's resolutions really started with. Wait, of piety? A new year of with piety? resolution. Piety. Pi- uh, you know, of, right, of yeah. being. 
of being, being, pious, being a good, being a good religious, religious, faithful like, human, human person, being. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and and literally a hundred years later, eighteen forty three, newspaper from Sydney, Australia, the Dispatch, the same thing. This is a, a, a local leader called upon all teetotalers to commence the new year with resolution. Try January. So Try January. Yeah, right. Try January. Exactly. Back there in 1843. So, so the phrase New Year's resolutions is really a compression of an older phrase, New Year with resolution. Um, so, uh, but, but in 1802, in 1802, that's literally 220 years ago, um, a, a, a magazine was already mocking New Year's resolutions, <laughs> listing the people who were going to commence the year with resolutions, including, quote, statesmen have resolved to have no other object in view than the good of their country. Physicians have determined to follow nature and to prescribe no more than is necessary and to be moderate in their fees. So, so 200 God, years ago, wouldn't we it were, be nice if physicians were moderate in their fees? And if statesmen only had the good of the country in mind. So there you go. They were mocked. The, the, the research shows that about 38% of Americans um, have some kind of New Year's resolution, either that they express out loud or in their hearts. Well, let me ask you this. Let, let me hang, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I was the just going to ask you what counts as a resolution. Like if, for example, you have a to-do list, like this year I want to write my book for Claire, uh, my fiance, she wants to sell her house in Clarksville. Does that a resolution or is that just... I don't think that counts as a New Year's resolution. A New Year's resolution, I need to write my book. That's not a change of habit. If you look at what people want to do, save more money, exercise okay, more, I accept eat that. healthier... What's not in the top five anymore, which used to be, is stop smoking and drink less, which is interesting. Dry January notwithstanding, drink less is not a high one. They're, they're really about... So why isn't... That's not, not enough people stop smoking to, to want to stop, to have that be a top five anymore. Not enough people smoke anymore. And those who do, not they're probably confirmed smoking. smokers That's at this right. point. <laughs> 11, we've talked about this yeah. on this segment of this show. Right. We're down to 11% of Americans smoking, so that. So we don't. We, that resolution worked. Twenty-three um, percent of those who make a resolution quit. How quickly? Twenty-three percent quit. How quickly? By February one, the first week. The first week. <laughs> first week. Twenty-three percent quit the first week. Thirty-six percent quit by February first. Um, uh, uh, so, so there you go. I'm kind of surprised that it's nine percent. It's all self-reported. No, but the 38% was the number. Was 38 how make resolutions? I'm surprised that's not higher because if you just sort of think, I have no resolutions this year, but I right. do, even then, you think, well, these are things I'd like to do this year or things I'd like to be right. better at this year. Like I have I some think, loose yeah. things of those kicking around in my head. Right. And so, and I would think higher than higher than 38%. I would be surprised if it's not. But anyway, so... Uh, go I think it depends on what, how you think of it, but... And it's much more common among young people. You've, you've either fixed everything that's wrong about yourself, Jeff Cawkins. Yeah. You personally, I, I'm aware right. of that. The, or, you, or you've resigned yourself to, to, to your character right, flaws exactly. and you've decided to make them assets. The, um, in terms of, by I the way, go ahead, yes. a, uh -huh. I want to suggest a resolution to Americans. Okay. Um, uh, I think the most important resolution you can make is to go turn on your 401k savings plan. 
I know I harp You've on made this pitch yeah. before when we were if talking about graduations. Turn you on your 401 savings plan. Okay. Turn on your, no matter how old you are, if you're 24, how young you if are. you're 34, mm-hmm. if you're 24 or 34, I literally just sent a message to a brother of mine who has not turned his okay. on yet. Um, and my wife, my wife did not have one when we started dating. And, and, and now, um, and now, now look at that. Now she just now she's on the verge of retirement. Of retirement and, without and anybody savings. in the sound of my voice would like what's in her retirement. Let me ask you this: so turn on your savings. I go talk in to terms. Asia. I want to go back to the mocking thing. I don't think, like I, I, Jeffrey, which is more objectionable: the people who decide to go to the gym in the new year. Or the people who mock the people who go to the gym in the new year, and I will. Which I com- is more what? Which is more which objectionable? Is which is more objectionable? Oh, objectionable? I, I myself roll my eyes more at the people who are mocking the righteous people who are mocking the people who show up on January first or second than I am the people who show up on January first or second. Jeffrey, I so if it's a if it's an A or B, I agree with you. I do also understand if I'm somebody who this is my routine. Yeah, and I, I've been. It's I, disruptive because there's also correct, people there. and and right. I'm someone that actually does it, but routinely, correct. Right. But I you don't understand. need to mock people for no. being hopeful and no. wanting to and, turn and over like, a new yes, leaf. And, and I see a lot of the that. reality is what oh, you amateurs come 80, in. Eighty percent of people that you know, maybe it's even higher. Maybe it's ninety percent of people that say they're going to start doing it stop. But there are ten percent that probably change yeah. that change. Some their people life. do it, and so I'm not. I, listen for all of you who just showed up in the gym. Uh, particularly if it's starting strength, of course, but whatever, wherever you're working at, I admire you. Now, uh, uh, Fishman, on another, um, another, on another sort of New Year issue, which we were going to discuss, is toasting. And this is my own personal story that I'm bringing to this segment, if you don't mind. Because I was reading the New York Times the other day, and I discovered why we call toasting, toasting. And the reason is this. Once upon a time, Back in the days when people were making resolutions of the sort that you just read to us. 1500, 1600. People, that's what we're talking about. People would flavor their wine or their mead by putting toast in the wine or their mead. And that's how you would flavor the whatever. And then after a time, that went out of fashion. But um, if you became a person who added, if you were a person who added flavor to a party, or added flavor to an occasion, you were then the toast of that occasion, and people would raise their glass to you. And so we toast when we talk about toasting people, it actually does derive from cooked bread or toast. There's a real connection there because I never knew. Did you know why toast? Why toasting was toasting? No, I loved. I loved this story. I loved it. Uh, uh, and I, again, again, I was having such a good time this morning. I decided to look up. In the date in newspapers.com, the word toast, yeah. which is insane because it, it, it appears 20 million seven hundred thousand times. <laughs> also, um, you have a book can, to read. Oh, to write, I mean. Oh, I have also a book to write, and that's, this is how you don't get it. <laughs> right. But I just clicked, show me the oldest reference to the word toast. Okay. And, and the oldest reference to the word toast was in a newspaper from England, the Newcastle Weekly Current, and it was exactly what you said. They called a woman the toast of the town, and they were reporting that she was the toast of the town, but she had recently been married, and so she was no longer available, and it was disappointing. And that came right at the end of the year, December 22nd. So the interesting thing is that like so many words 
in in modern uh, lingo, toast has been completely inverted, right? From you're special, you add zest to Are now you right? when you say milk toast. When you say to somebody you're toast, it means they're over. It's all over. They're a disaster. They're 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 doomed. So it's kind of been completely inverted. I it like still that, means both I, things. You can still be the toast of the town. Things. You can still right. be toast. And uh, all right, uh, it is 2024. Um, what? I mean, let's be honest. It's, I think it's most going to be a monumental year. It's going to be a why? monumental year any way you. Well, well mostly. All, I mean, let's be honest. There's a presidential election, and uh, even before you get it, looms before you get to what that. else? Maya Mercedes Wilson familiar to listeners of the segment as my younger child and as a, a sometimes she sometimes she's a substitute host of Fish on Friday on Tuesday, always with the button right at hand because she has a tendency to curse, she will graduate from college this year. So that is on the well, I, with all due with all due respect Charles. Not putting that up with the uh, listen. I obviously got a son who's graduating from college, and uh, lots of people do out there. And uh, it does not actually not rank. It does not with rank the, okay. with the presidential election. I think, like I mean, listen, we've got whatever's going to happen in the Middle East is going to be happening in the Middle East. I mean, and that right. who knows? Like, will something have been resolved by this time next year? You've got the presidential. Well, let's hope. Let's hope that what happens in the Middle East, regardless of the big picture between Palestinians and Israelis which needs a lot of work. Let's hope the killing stops because the killing, the killing needs stops. to stop quickly. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And so uh, we got Ukraine. that. We've got, you, you, you've got Ukraine, you've got the presidential. It's funny though. The like, presidential election in America, the presidential election, let's be honest, not to, not to trivialize the presidential election, but the uh, 11 months of unrelenting TV ads leading up to the presidential right. election, Oh, we're going to have debates. Um, we're going to have oh, all this stuff. Yeah. People hating each mockery, other, yelling right. at each other. But Do also, the entire House of Representatives of the United States is up for election. Every two years, we reelect all representatives. Probably time, I think it will require a constitutional amendment, but probably time to lengthen the term of House members that are literally running for election the moment they, they take office. But the House is in the control of the Republicans, but just at this point by, I think, three members. They have a three-member advantage um, because the crazy guy from New York was run out. Um, the House may switch to the Democrats. It looks like the Democrats stand a good chance of regaining control of the House. The Senate, on the other hand, only a third of the Senate is up for re-election this year, but many more Democratic seats are up for re-election than House seats. And uh, then Republican seats. So it could switch the and other it, way. And so it could switch the other do, way. So we could see. Right. Go do, ahead. Do, do we, by the way, I mean, the other thing that we, we talk a lot about the economy during this segment, because why wouldn't you during a sports talk show? Um, and I was reading the predictions, just the stock market predictions, right? And what we learned from reading this, I mean, this here's the truth. No one wants to hear this, but the economy was, was really very positive for the, the year. The economy was for, strong for last the, year. And at this moment last year, at uh -huh. this moment, 80% of economists polled in, in standard polls by the Wall Street Journal and, and, and other polling groups, 80% say we would have a recession in 2023. Not only didn't we have a recession, the stock market rose 24%, unemployment at 50-year lows, and inflation, which has been so corrosive, falling right now, just drove down into downtown D.C. over the weekend, 
gas in Washington, D.C. for less than $3 a gallon in a downtown urban gas station. But what so, that also proves is that you have no the, idea predictions are, the predictions are all, are all over the place. Like now people are predicting a pretty good year, soft landing, all of that, right? But right. it appears that Take it with a grain of salt. invariably they get it wrong. Right. Yeah, and, and what was interesting is a recent study I read said what happens is last year came on the heels of the previous year, which was a down year. And so uh, uh, Wall Street analysts are very human, even though they like to say, like to think they're not. When, when they're coming off a negative year, they think things are going to be bad. Or when they're coming off a positive year, they think things are going to be good. They're going to continue good. And that has nothing to do with what actually happened. And so, um, right. So yeah. election years, here, here's interesting factoids. 80% of the time in election years going all the way back to 1929, the stock market rises. The stock market, famously, not the economy. But, um, but, but in general, stock market years are good years. Here's, here's the flip side. The stock market rises in 64% of all years. So it does a little better, right, right, it yeah. does a little better in election years. But but not so anyway. That's in terms a of in terms of what else forward. is going to happen this year, it does strike me that one of the things that last year was we we've talked about a little bit over the course of time that was really last year was AI's big year on the it, it introduced itself on the stage right AI yes. people started yes. using Chat GPT whatever else right, exactly. is there is this going to be a massive year in AI? I don't think so. I, my prediction would be that that in fact we'll we'll hear the the politics of the country and the politics of the congressional and senate races. I think that's going to squeeze a lot out. But of course, we didn't know last year what would happen with the economy, with inflation, with interest rates, with uh, Hamas attacking Israel, um, and and so you never know what's you know what what's going to happen, but. The election will go forward. And so we also have the former president of the United States, Donald Trump, faces four separate criminal trials this year. That's not a trivial And we're going to have a Supreme Court case about whether he's allowed on the ballot. Last thing before we let you go, because uh, this was on the list of things you sent me, subscriptions. People are canceling subscriptions? Are you telling people to cancel? Americans, I'm telling- are, Americans are really accelerating the degree to which they cancel these sort of standard streaming subscriptions. Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Max, HBO. I went and checked to make sure we were unsubscribed. Are canceling them? I thought they were canceling in regular November, cable to go in to November, them. 6% of all those subscriptions were canceled, up from 4% in April. So a 50% increase, just a random 25% of Americans have canceled at least three of them over the past two years. Here's a suggestion. If you're an iPhone user... yeah. If you go to your settings, okay, I'm going to do there this right is literally now. a list of subscriptions. If you go to settings and just search the word subscriptions, it takes you to a page of all the things you're subscribed to, and you can unsubscribe just by touching the item and unsubscribing. I do this with my kids, who are still on our Apple account, and not once a month, but certainly um, every eight weeks, I say, do we still need this? Do we still need this? Do we still need this? I did it. I did it last week, the last week of the year, and uh, I think I saved us, you know, seventeen dollars a month. Uh, seventeen dollars a month here or there, except that's two hundred, two hundred twenty bucks a year, right? 
So I just saved myself 220 bucks a year. Go cancel subscriptions you don't need. Interesting thing is 40% of us who cancel a subscription to a streaming service turn it back on within the same year, and that's a great way of doing it. Watch Hulu, see what's there. When there's nothing more, when you can't find anything, unsubscribe to Hulu. They will have you back in three months if you want, and in the meantime, you'll save 40 bucks. Did you see, by the way, uh, did you see, did you get the notice from Prime? Prime sent me a notice over the world. Yeah, Amazon Prime is going to be... It, 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 you're watching a movie on Amazon Prime. They're going to start running ads unless you they're pay stop it. Right. an extra two ninety nine more. They want two ninety nine more a month. You're Is that worth it to you to not watch an ad on Amazon Prime? I'm going to see. I'll tell you what we're going to do in our family. We're going to see how irritating it is. How irritating it turns out to be. Here's the thing: when Disney Plus first started, yep. whatever it was, eighteen months ago, two years ago, twenty percent of customers um, opted for the. Uh, the option with ads to reduce their cost. In the most recent month, 60% of new customers to Disney Plus are are electing to have the ads at a lower price. So I think it's different between TV shows and movies. I don't want my movies interrupted by ads. And, and you can't skip past them. So I don't know. We only, at this moment, at this moment in the Fishman-Wilson family, we only subscribe to Apple Plus, Amazon Prime, which we didn't subscribe to, we get it, and Netflix. Those are the only three we subscribe to. Well, I would so, urge people to subscribe to the Daily Memphian. And I uh, was just going to say, we now know how to have a subscription. Subscribe to the Daily Memphian. Yeah, Try exactly. out the New York Times or the Washington Post or the Wall Street Journal for a month or two. You can also follow Charles Fishman buck. over on Twitter and or X. And that, at and that for the Fishman. moment, for the Thank moment, you. remains... For, for the moment, content. remains free. On Twitter or X. Happy New Year, everyone. Thanks, we'll see you in a week. Appreciate it. All right, so there you go. Jeffrey, was there ever a moment during this last two years where you just wanted to get something off your chest, that you wanted to say it on the radio, that you had a strong, hot take about something that you need to, do you feel the need to unleash at this moment? Um, I. The great thing about it is I, I have two radio shows so i'm usually able when i have that feeling that urge you can i I can usually just fire you can usually Mm -hmm. just fire do you um um chris was talking about the grizzlies and he fundamentally and again i talked about this on his podcast with dan devine it's not that he doesn't care about this year or think this year's getting to top is a worthy goal yeah no, no one's saying tank right but it's just not top of the list for him. Like, it's about, this year's, basically what he's saying is, this year's kind of shot. Yeah. And, and sure, get into the play-in. And it's always possible if you're in the play-in, who knows. But here's the truth. Steven Adams isn't walking in that door. Right. So even if you get into the play-in, they are a deeply flawed team because they stink at the five. Yes. They're not going to do big damage if they get, you know what's going to happen? Even if they be- Let's say they emerge out of the play-in. You know what happens then? They play Denver. Right. How's that going? You're probably getting beaten five games at the at best. This year, I hate to say this, ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean to ruin 2024 for you, but if you're looking for what's going to happen this year that's going to be great for the world of sports, I think the Memphis Tigers going to the Sweet 16 is, the, is number one. 
is is the most likely good thing that could happen. Yeah, particularly in the next sports in, in Q1. In Q1. Say. And nothing great can happen in the playoffs with the Grizzlies in Q2. Mm-hmm. Like in the, yeah. you know. So that's the thing that if I'm putting my chips somewhere on what yeah. really good thing is going to happen, it's the Memphis Tiger basketball team getting to the Sweet 16. I, I think you're more than. I think that's. The all most right, reasonable. we're all back here. We got a full day locked and local. Well, Jeffrey, what do we got coming up next? Here's what's coming up next. Jeff, here's what's coming up next on Jason and John. Jessica Benson will join them as she does on Tuesdays. Tim Murray will join us on Giannato and Jeffrey. Jeff, of course, with Gabe. I mean, Jeff, Jeff, of course, with Gabe at five o'clock. Is is Mark going to be obnoxious on about Michigan on your show? I don't Mar- find him to be obnoxious about Michigan. No, He's pretty self-aware. The, the question is, Mark's Mark's on dad duty. So is he, he's the, not in. Yeah, so we'll, we're hoping to get him You'll by the have phone. him on the phone. We're hoping to have him by the phone. Being a dad, man. That's uh-huh. a full-time gig. Uh, all right, everyone, great to be back. Uh, best wishes for 2024. We will be there with you every step of the way. Uh, have a great day. Back tomorrow for now. Work is done. Tune in to Jason and John for the ultimate Memphis sports experience. From Tiger's pride to Grizzly's grit, it's all right here. J&J Middays, 11 till 2 on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station. It's time to talk trash, Mid-South. This is Rick West with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Our Memphis and Collierville campuses are currently hiring CDL drivers, driver helpers, diesel mechanics, and PM techs. We offer competitive pay, great benefits, and at the end of each workday, you get to be home with your family. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers at wasteconnections.com and be a part of a great team. Connect your future with Waste Connections and Team Waste. Contact Tax Relief Helpers for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, and other hostile measures by the IRS. Call Tax Relief Helpers right now at 800-824-1169. Tax Relief Helpers will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-824-1169 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-824-1169. 800-824-1169. 800-824-1169. Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration. Fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than Service Master by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based Service Master by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 